You know, we ain't got no program on tonight. We're here just to um, praise the Lord. We're here to read some of His Word. Uh, I felt, I went home and after we eat some lunch and got God's Word out and was just talking to Him and reading a little bit. I got some scripture that I feel like that I believe every person in here, including myself, needs this scripture here. I'm just going to go through it and read it um, because it just puts us back in remembrance of where we're at and what we really need every single day. And that's just a renewing of your heart, a renewing of your Holy Spirit, renewing of God's grace, remembering where He brought us from, and just getting what we need from God on a daily basis. And so, let's go to Psalms 32. I want to read it. Psalms 32. I want you to follow along with me. You bless the reading of the word. Amen. Psalms 32 says, Blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven. Amen. And what's the next part say? Whose sin is covered. You know, too many times we forget about where God's brought us from. And so tonight I want to you know, too many times we go through, and we was talking about it in Sunday school this morning about, you know, we come to, to God's house and we take too many things for granted and we need to be renewed in the spirit. And I think tonight that we need a, I don't know about y'all, but I need a fresh start with the Lord. Right? We all need a fresh renewing of our mind, renewing of our spirit, a renewing to going back and putting, thinking about where God has brought me from and where he's brought you from so that we can just get in the, in the mindset of God where I want to thank you for what you've done for me. And it says here, Blessed is he, she, whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. And listen, blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity and whose spirit there is no guile. While I kept silent, think about this, and this is where I want us to get to. While I kept silent, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night, thy hand, whose hand is that? God's hand was heavy upon me. It says, my moisture is turned into drought of summer, Salah. So what he's saying is, is that God is ever on us, ever with us, ever, ever helping us, 
But also he's ever around and he always knows there's nothing that I can hide from God. There's nothing that I can try to hide from God. I can do my best and I told you all before I can hide it from you. But I can't hide it from God. And his hand is ever upon me. I'm talking about the ones who is. Now I'm talking about the ones who are saved. I mean the ones that love God and, and come to church and they love him and they give their heart to him. But yet too many times we get into a situation where we kind of backslide a little bit. Walk away from God. Don't do what we're supposed to do. Don't give God a hundred. And we need to be reminded. We need a fresh remembrance, a fresh start, a fresh anointing on our life. And I know I need it. I don't know about y'all, but I was reading this today and I was like, man, Lord, thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for taking my sins and I put them on the cross. That's what we got to remember. He says, for when I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night, thy hand was heavy upon me. Day and night, when I needed you, Lord, you was there. How many has had to deal with that? When I needed you, Lord, you was there. When everybody left me, you was there. When my friends left me, you was there. When my family left me, you was there. What, I'm, what he's saying here is your hand was upon me and my moisture is turning to drought in the summer. I acknowledge, listen, I acknowledged my sin unto thee and my iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord that thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. For this shall every one that is godly, pray unto thee in the time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto thee. What did it just say there? Verse 6 says, For this is for everyone that is, what? Godly. I'm talking about every one of us is here tonight. That we love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul. But he's saying, Lord, I can still turn to you. Even though I have messed up, for this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Because there ain't going to be, a, there's not going to be long, there's going to be a time where he's not going to be here. Everybody's looking at me like, what? I'm talking about a time where the Spirit of God is going to be taken out. And they're going to be praying to the Lord. There's, I'm going to tell you right now, I believe that Holy Cross Missionary Baptist Church will be full of people when the Lord has took us home. I mean, there's going to be, there's, you won't even be able to get in a parking lot. People trying to get to church, trying to get into God's house, looking for help, looking for answers, looking for something. And there ain't going to be nothing there. What a sad time. So right now what God is saying that we need to do tonight is we need a fresh anointing on our life to go back and get back and thank God. I'm so glad that you're still dealing with me.
and you're still hearing me, you're still answering my prayers, and I can turn to you even now when there's coming a day when he ain't going to be found on this earth and the Spirit of God's not going to be here and people are going to be looking and turning and saying, where? What happened to Caleb? What happened to Scotty? What happened to Butch? Where's Marty? Where's everybody at? Where's these people at? And that's going to be a bad time. But right now, he still can be found. And so in order for us to get in the right frame of mind for us to go out and do what God wants us to do, and that's tell people about him, tell them the good news that right now he can be found, we've got to get in the right frame of mind and get back in remembrance of knowing, God, thank you for saving me. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for still being there. Thank you that I can go to an altar and still ask God to forgive me, even when I mess up. And that's what we're, we, we have forgotten about that. We come to the altar and just use it as a spare tire. Oh my goodness, Lord, I had a bad week. Would you please be with me? I should be doing that every time I come into God's house. I should be praying and asking God, thank you, Lord, for getting me to church here just a little bit ago. I mean, am I not right? It's a blessing that we're here tonight. It's a blessing that we woke up this morning. It's a blessing that we have air that we can come up here and sing songs. And we take it all for granted. And we don't need to. God, he's saying, for this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art, listen to this, thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Salah, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eyes. Too many times we are just like this in verse 9. Be ye not as a horse or as a mule which hath no understanding whose mouth must be held in with the bit and the bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Be glad, it says, in the Lord, and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy all ye that are upright in heart. Is your heart made right? Too many times we forget about that. I wrote down three, two things here that I want to read about this. Number one, and I wrote this down for myself, I stand in need of a fre in, in need of fresh forgiveness. Teach me, Lord, what I really need. I need that. I need a fresh anointing on my life. Too many times I got it. The Bible, I think in Psalms 51, says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Restore it, God. You know what? Too many times it says, I think in, uh, in Revelation, in one of the churches, he says, You know, you've lost your first love. That first love of what? 
of loving God, thanking God, wishing that you could get back to that. We do. We we get there. We we fall away because we go through the motions, and we have sin in our life. And that's what I'm here to say is tonight. We all are in need of a fresh anointing, thanking God that we can say, God, forgive me of my sins. I have messed up, and I need a fresh anointing, Lord. I need I need to be fresh anointed. I want to get back to where I was when. God first saved me. You know, when God first saved you, you tell everybody in the world, hey, I got saved today. Right? Now sometimes we're like, afraid to say something. Or if we get, we get, well, yeah, we got to come to church and I don't even remember when God saved me. What a horrible thing to say. To not understand and not know and not thank God because look, you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell Something so great in your life, you ought to remember, and you ought to know. God, now, now for me, I cannot tell you the day that God saved me, but I know where I was at, and I know it was on a Sunday. I was in my living room at my house in Pilot Mountain, and I, my preacher come by to see me that afternoon. I remember that. Why? Because God changed my life that day. And I thank God for it. But when he first happened, I was happy and I was ready to tell people about it. But then I got into the world and I kept going. I had to go to school and all the things of life. And I got so bound down with sin, just like we all do. And it, I got, and I could tell April, we was talking about this week, I was as weak as pond water. You could have told me this and I would have believed it just like you're, Thing, Martin, that you got today, Martin got a, we went to eat at Chinese and he got a little fortune cookie. And what did George say? It said something about, it, what, it, what's, it's the song about believing in, if something don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. That was Martin's. But that's the truth. If you don't stand up for God and believe in God and understand that he give his the best he had for you, and then you just walk around. Like I said, I was as weak as pond water. I didn't know I couldn't do anything, and I did not grow. I was in the same shape because I was just completely lost the first love of my life, and I was just walking around, going through the motions. I went to church because Mom and Daddy told me I had to go to church, but I went, and I wasn't getting nothing from it because I wasn't half listening. Half the time, I would come in on Sunday mornings hungover from the night before, just being honest. I was just going through the motions and I didn't really, really get down to the nitty-gritty with God. Yes, He did save me because I asked Him to and He did come into my life. But too many times we get and we lose that first love because we have got sin there. And when we have sin, it causes separation. You say, well, God, I, I don't hear you no more. I don't hear you telling me to do this one more. Where are you at? Probably because you only get them out when you need them. And my last one here is, forgive me for the ways that I have abused. Think about that. Forgive me for the ways that I have abused 
your gracious pardon, which is Jesus. By continuing to tolerate what you don't want in my life. I'm going to read that again. I wrote this down. And this is for me. I hope it helps you guys out. Because it, it's, I said, wrote down, Forgive me for the ways that I have abused your gracious pardon. Jesus died for my sins. And he died for your sins. And too many times we abuse. Too many times we just say, We're under grace now. It don't matter. Well, under grace, I can go to God. I'll say, Lord, thank you. Forgive me. And then I'll turn around the next day and go, do it again. Am I not right? And then we do it again. Lord, forgive me. Go back and do it again. Lord, forgive me. Go back and do it again. We continue to do that. And that's what I wrote down here. For I have abused your gracious grace. I'll abuse it. By continuing to tolerate things in my life that you don't want there and you don't like. Too many times we do that. I tell, Look, we should not tolerate sin. Sin is wrong. Sin causes separation. But yet we say, well, you're under grace now. It'll be okay. That ain't true. And that's a lie. And who lies? He's the father of it. So too many times we do that. And last, and I'm going to finish up right here. I want you to go to Ezekiel. I wrote this down too. Ezekiel 11. I think I probably should have. Ezekiel 11, starting in verse 17. Therefore say, thus saith the Lord God, I will gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they shall come thither, and they shall take away, listen to this, all the detestable things thereof, and all the abominations thereof from thence. And praise God for this one right here, number verse 19. It says, I will give them one heart. This in order to just get you excited. And will put a new spirit within you. And I will take the stony heart out of the flesh and will give them a heart of flesh. I'm going to tell you what. When God came into my life and he changed it, the hard heart that I had that I didn't care about nobody but Marty. I didn't care about you. I can promise you, I did not care about you. 
But when God come into my heart, He changed my life. And praise God, He took on a new spirit. I ain't like I used to be. I don't do the same things I used to do. I don't say the same things I used to say. And all my wants have changed. And I have a new heart, a new spirit. And the heart that He put in me now, I can't hardly talk without crying. I think about what God's done for me. And that ought to just, that, he, the heart that used to be there ain't there no more. And I can't, Caleb, when God gets a hold of you, you just can't do nothing but cry. I just don't understand it, but he, when, Butch, I understand what you're going through now. You said you're the crownest preacher I've ever seen. I can't, I, I, I am too. I sit over here now and I used to never cry. I used to think that was weak. Martin's shaking his head. You cry, baby. That's what I used to think. You will cry, and I thank God for saving me, for changing my life and taking that old fleshly hard heart out and putting in a new heart. And I love God. I love people. I will help you. I will give you everything I've got. Because God came in and changed it. And we need to get back to where we was used to be at with God. Okay? And I'm going to finish reading this right here and we'll be done. And I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within you. And I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh. Listen. That they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinance and do them, and they will be shall be my people, and I will be their God. But listen, last verse here. But as for them whose heart walketh after the heart of their detestable things and their abominations, I will recommence their way upon their own heads, saith the Lord God. What he's saying is, is those who just who, who walk after the flesh and who want to do the things of the flesh and, and that's all they care about is them and all they care about is what I want, what, that, what, what's, what they want and what the world has and if you can get more of what the world has, God says, they ain't going to do it no more. They're going to get... They might get what they got down here, but I can tell you right now, the Bible says our life is a vapor, and it's going to be quick. I look at you young people back here, and I think, man, I was your age last year. It's what it seems like. Don't it, Todd? It seems like I still feel like I just got out of high school. I think I had my 25th, me and April was talking today about being 20 again. <laughs> I said, I am. <laughs> I'm just telling you, when God gets a hold of you, I don't want you to not forget what he's done for you. He saved you. He's blessed you. 
don't forget about that. Come to God. If you've got something in your life that shouldn't be there, come to God and ask Him to forgive you and go on for His honor and for His glory because that's what He wants. He wants to bless you. But if you got sin there, He ain't going to bless you. Anybody got something? You got something? Amen. You got a chip on your shoulder, go sit in the corner until you get it out. Amen. Amen. That's right. Then get up and go on. Amen. You know, I'm not here to make people's life miserable. I'm here to try to love people. Amen. Try to love people. And uh, I'll, I'll bear whatever I have to bear in order to do what God would have me to do. Amen. Amen. Yep. Amen. Uh, 
That's right. You're right. Amen. Yep. And you know, we've got to let God's mercy come out, not our feelings come out. That's right. We've got to let God's mercy come out. We should never speak unless we let God's mercy come out. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. If we got opinions, we just need to keep them to ourselves. That's right. The whole world would be a lot better off. We'd all be in. Uh, there's been a lot of wars caused by people's bad, bad comments and other things like that. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. I heard y'all had a good Sunday school this morning. Anybody else? It's been a good day. We have had a great day. I've enjoyed myself all day long. God's been good. He always is. I sat there and I told Butch when she was walking over here right before Sunday school, I said, she didn't have no cane with her walking. She walked all the way over, no cane. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Get everybody to stand. I want to make sure all hearts are clear. Hey, the altar is open because, you know, maybe there's something that we all need to come up here and get out. Maybe we got something that just hinders us from going on forward for the glory of God. I don't know your heart. I just know God laid it on my heart to do that.
There's nothing more important than your soul being right. Making sure. I'll, I come to the altar, I want to make sure every time I come up here that me and God are right where we need to be at. I don't want to hinder anything from His blessings. Too many times we do that. It's so easy. We all fall short. Nobody here, everybody here is guilty of sin for all these things. We all do the same thing. But we don't have to go to make it right. And I don't want to hinder you, God, from being a part of my life and blessing me. And I thank you for all your many blessings, Lord. Too many times we come to church, God, we just forget about just praising you for the breath that you give in our lungs that we could just praise you for. And God, I just pray that you'll be with every person up here at the altar praying. Hear and answer their prayers, God. I know they're up here praying. They're pouring their heart out to you, God. And I pray, Lord, that you will hear and answer these prayers, Lord. Lord, I pray that you'll just bless every person here tonight in a great mighty way. Give us a fresh anointing, Lord. Restore unto us the joy that you blessed us with. Restore unto us the joy of our salvation. Restore unto us, Lord, the things. Get us back into where we need to be. Shape us, Lord, like we need to be. Lord, you're the vessel. We're just a vessel for you to use and to be whatever you want us to be. Nothing that we do, God. It's all about you, all about your wants. And I pray, God, that every single heart here tonight has been made right and got things right with you, Lord. And you 
cleaned them up and you've come into them and you swept and garnished the things that didn't need to be there. And I thank you for doing it in my life. And I praise you, Lord. I pray you'll bless everyone that's here in a great and mighty way. We want to lift you up in all that we do. Lord, we're going to come together and we're going to go over here and watch this game together. But Lord, it, nothing is, is more important than putting you first. You are number one. You are number one, and we've got to put you first, and everything else will be second. God, I know you're going to like that. You're going to bless us for that. We'll only do what you teach us to do in your word. I thank you for it, and I praise you, Jesus, for all that you've done. We ask it all in Jesus' name.